Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Talk of My Shit podcast with your boy Too Skinny. I just put an edible up my ass. Uh, they say it hit harder when you put it up your booty. So, you know what I'm saying? Let's see. If I get, if I get stupid high between, like, in the middle of this episode, just stop listening to this shit. But, I don't know. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was one of those, um, um, it was one of those, like, gummies and shit, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it was all soft. It was all soft, so I, you know, it didn't hurt that much. But anyway, I'm about to, I feel it already. Like my nipples getting hard as fuck. <laughs> no, but what's up with y'all, man? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm kidding. I did take an edible though. I just, I just took an edible right now. It's been a minute since I had a good edible. You know what I'm saying? Like every time I have an edible, I feel like it's because of my body weight. I feel like I need double the the regular dose, you know. But I mean, it's all it's common sense, right? But anyway, I just got this edible. They said it's supposed to smack, smack. So fuck it, let's see. Um, but anyway, I want to uh, first and foremost thank you guys for fucking supporting the fuck out of me. Uh, I know last week I was supposed to basically give you guys thanks and talk about the show a little bit more in detail. Although I couldn't really because I had a uh, I had Frankie on. You know, he was he was my scheduled guest, so I didn't want to change anything around. You know, because I mean, obviously we're all busy, so. I don't want to uh, fuck his uh, fuck his schedule up, you know, and especially good thing we did knock it out last week because now uh, he's been working weekends or whatever. But anyway, it was a pleasure to have him. I appreciate him. I mean, people have been hitting me up with crazy feedback about that episode. Um, the fucking ghost stories. Everybody uh, was hitting me up like, yo, is that true? You know, is this house really haunted? Did you guys really experience that? I t- I'm telling you, bro. You know, I don't be out here capping a lot. You know, I'll be out here capping very minimum, very minimum cap for me. Um, but this is not cap, bro. This is real shit. His house is haunted, fool. Like, fuck his house, bro. If they, if somebody was like, yo, you get like a million dollars if you spend a night at Frank's house again, but it gotta be by yourself, no power, no cell phone, suck my dick. I'll be broke for the rest of my life. I'll never do that shit. Fuck out of here, boy. That's some white people shit. It's always the white people that go into like haunted places and like, uh, ghost adventures and stupid shit like that. Like, Dude, how stupid, I used to love Ghost Adventures as a kid, but how fucking retarded is that, bro? Just going to haunted places. And it's funny, these white boys would be like, are you there? Like, the ghost would be like, yeah, I'm right here, goof-ass boy. Fuck is you talking about? Anyway, <laughs> I fucking hate ghosts, bro. Now it's fucking Halloween's coming up, today's a little bit gloomy, it's a little bit dark, it's, my depression is starting to kick in, but not really, you know? I, every time, every time uh, it starts to get, like, gloomy and a little bit colder, like, I just... I be wanting to be cuffed up, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like, I'm telling you, part-time bitch, I need a bitch from Monday to Thursday, because Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm on one. But, so, you know what I'm saying? I'm taking part-time boo applications, um, or weekend thought applications, whichever one is your preference. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, uh, it was a crazy week, man. It was a crazy week for me. Uh, here, let's fucking start from the top, I guess. So, uh, on, on last week... At, uh, I did my first show. Damn, I got so much shit to talk about, bro. Here, I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna restart this episode because I restarted this shit like five times already. I'm wasting everybody's time today. They're all pissed at me, so I'm gonna knock it out right, right now. Um, anyway, so about the pop up show, real quick. I wanted to talk about this. I, I was gonna talk about it last week, but I couldn't get to it. Anyway, that show was fucking insane. We, uh, I have officially received the full video. I chopped up, uh, I chopped up a few different clips. Well, not me, honestly. The homie chopped up a few different clips for me, put subtitles on them, and put them on, uh, I put, I put the first one on Instagram already. It's on the Talk of My Shit podcast page. If you haven't watched it, share it. Please do me that favor. I put it on TikTok too, cause you know, motherfuckers just be going viral randomly. So, you know, I might wake up to a 1.1 million or something one day. Um, I probably won't, but anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, so I put the video up there, and I'm probably going to put up, put about another one or two more videos up, and then I'm going to release the full video, which is an hour and ten minutes, full hour and ten minutes, and it's not like, it's just me, just, just from me, just from the beginning to the end, it's just me, so you don't have to worry about, 
you know, watching other comics. Not not saying that you can't, you know, if you do want to watch their sets, um, you can follow them on Instagram. But I'm saying this, what I'm going to release is just going to be my set. Uh, and I'm going to release it via... Dun -dun 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 -dun. I don't even know why I said that. That sounds like a... I was trying to do like a drum roll thing, but it sounded like a fucking AT&T commercial. Like, <laughs> some bullshit. But uh, anyway, I'm going to release it on OnlyFans. So... All you thirsty mo I know y'all motherfuckers got OnlyFans. All the guys, I know you guys have OnlyFans. Girls, if you guys, you know, you haven't uh, started selling pussy pics yet, please create an OnlyFans account and um, and and follow me and add me. You know, I'll start releasing information soon. But I don't know. I'm going to make it maybe like, I mean, I don't want to charge you guys $9.99 for, to view it, right? So I'm probably going to do like $4.99 or something, you know what I'm saying? Just so I could uh, catch up on my bills and shit. <laughs> but, but like, you know, like just so... You know what I'm saying? So you guys can get to watch it, you know, so the people that didn't get to come, you know, get to watch it. And then the money that I do get, you know what I'm saying, is just fucking, you know what I'm saying? I'm in my bag, you know what I'm saying? Go check a bag, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> now, anyway, um, yeah, so I will be releasing that. But anyway, so I was so fucking, when I, when I, that night, I told you everything went so well. Like, everything exceeded my expectations that night. It was fucking insane. Like, like, literally, the, the, the fucking dream, like, I couldn't have dreamt for a better night, honestly, bro. And I'm not even just gassing myself or not even, no, no, no. It just, everything played out very smoothly, man. And even to the point where, uh, I told you guys, I only perform sober, so I don't drink or I don't do anything else before I get on stage. Well, except this weekend. This weekend I was pretty fucked up, but I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I was, uh, anyway, so I was pretty, I was super sober when I went on stage, right? But after I got off stage, even, like, as soon as I turned off the mic and, you know, my set was over, like, I felt fucking high, like, like, drunk high, like, my body was, like, it was, like, a, almost like an out-of-body experience and shit, bro, like, I was feeling on one, bro, and, and we were drinking that night, we were smoking, like, we were doing all kinds of shit, and, like, I just felt like I stayed at the same fucking level, like, it was, it's almost like a, like, your brain kind of has, like, this euphoric feeling, and, uh, I don't know, man. You know, I just wish that you, I mean, I'm sure you guys have experienced it. You know, maybe you've, you, you know, graduated in college or I don't know. I'm sure everybody has had that experience. And for me, that was like a one of a lifetime experiences for me. So, I mean, it was, it was amazing, man. And it's crazy because, you know, like you're, just when you think that your life is going great and everything is going good, shit can change out of nowhere. You know, I was, I was, uh, because yeah, I'm not even going to lie to you guys, from Saturday to Sunday to even Monday morning, I was, like, on a fucking high. Like, my ego was through the roof. I told my mom, don't fucking talk to me. Like, I was on bullshit, boy. I felt on one. And I got very humbled that night. Um, I That night, I, I, if you went to the pop-up show, I did a joke about my friend, Little Jesse, who I talk about. You know, if you know him, you know him. If you don't, you don't, right? So, anyway, um, I did a joke about him. I did a joke. The, the joke, the joke kind of goes like this, where I talk about how... He's in prison and, and he got a hold of my phone number, right? Cause I gave him my phone number and now he calls me twice a day, you know, every day. So I was telling, um, basically I was, uh, I, I my joke is like, damn, bro, stop calling me type shit, you know, like, uh, or whatever. But I honestly didn't even want to do that joke that night because it had been about a week and a half since I had heard from him. Cause he did used to call me about every single day, twice a day, you know, and it was a blessing every time I got to talk to him, you know. But anyway, he had stopped calling me for some reason, right? I, which I didn't know why, right? And, um, Finally, that Monday after the show, he calls me and I was like, oh, bet. Like, I'm going to tell him about the show. Because every time I talk to my homie, man, that fool be proud of me, be happy for me. You know, like, genuine as fuck. Cause, you know, you tell some motherfuckers some, some shit you accomplish and they be on some hated shit on some, you know what I'm saying? Like, stank guy. Oswego vibes, you know, like, I, <laughs> but I don't, no, I'm just kidding, but you know what I'm saying? I, Oswego probably fucking hates me. I'm just kidding. I fuck with all of y'all, you know what I'm saying? Um, all right, anyway, that was a lie. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, so this guy, he calls me, right? He calls me. I'm at work, you know, it's getting closer to the end of the day. And I pick up the phone and he's like, hey, what's up, man? And then I'm, I, 
I, uh, I, he always wants me to talk the most because he's like, you got to make me laugh, whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? When I talk to you, you make my day or whatever. Hold on, let me get a sip of water. And, um, and I hadn't heard from him. So anyway, so I, as I pick up the phone, I start telling him about the show and I'm like, da, da, da. And it went great. And I'm telling you guys just how I told you right now, you know, this feeling that was so fucking insane. And, and like I said, even when I was on the phone with him, I still felt like that. Cause it was only two days after the show. Like my body still was like. I was like, I fucking couldn't believe it, right? Like I said. And then as I was telling him about the show, he was kind of dry with it, you know? And my homie, like I said, he's always one of those people that's been very proud of me with everything that I do. Uh, so it was not, it was out of his character, you know? Cause, so I was like, hey, like, what's wrong? You know, what happened? What's going on, bro? You know, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I mean, obviously, you know, when you're in prison, you're going to be down someday, someday you're not. But like for like Lil Jesse's a lot like me to where we're always happy. No matter what the fuck is going on at home, no matter what problems I got, whether it be a relationship or family or financial, I'm going to be the funny guy. You know what I'm saying? And, and he's he's a lot like that. So when I when I was on the phone with him, he didn't like, uh, you know what I'm saying? His energy was off. So I was like, what happened, bro? And he's like, hey, man, you know, I just got to be honest with you, bro. I got a phone call um, this past Friday, and my mom passed away. And, I mean, it was fuck. it broke my fucking heart, you know? Like, at that moment, like, this whole, this feeling, this, you know, this, everything that I was feeling just got shut down, you know? Everything just, like, fucking, it's crazy how I went from, like, zero to, I mean, a hundred to zero, I guess, in a way. And, uh, you know, it just killed my whole mood. And, and, and I mean, I couldn't imagine how he was feeling, you know? Because, I mean, shit. I mean, that's, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, you know, anybody losing anybody, but especially your mother, and then especially being in prison, not being able to travel or to go see her at least one last time, and, uh, and it sucks, you know, it really does suck, and it kind of reminded me, like, oh, shit, you know, like, like, you ain't shit, bro, you know what I'm saying, like, there's more, there's things more important to life than, than the clout or whatever the fuck you want to do, fame or whatever the fuck, I guess, in a way, so it definitely humbled me, man, and, and you know what I'm saying, I obviously keep the homie in my prayers and shit, but yeah, it was, I wanted to talk to you guys about that, because it was kind of like a, just mostly because the, the energy shift was so fucking crazy for me, and I mean, at that point, um, I still had a, I still had a, a few, uh, a few shows, uh, lined up, and I had told you guys a little bit about this last week, but I'll tell you guys how it went, so this past Tuesday, I had, a I had my first debut at Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago, which is a very small comedy club, but it's very, like, uh, it's like, uh, like I said, only famous motherfuckers go in that motherfucker, like, they had a, a whole bunch of, uh, Flyers in the bathroom, like, uh, oh, Kevin Hart was here from this day to this day, like, Kevin Hart's picture there, signatures, Sebastian Maniscalco, I mean, fucking Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, any fucking huge comedy name in the, in the business has been to Zany's in Chicago, it's such a fucking legendary club, bro, and I got the, I got the fucking, you know, I got, I got blessed to be able to get booked to there, and I did the Tuesday show this past Tuesday, and it's fucking crazy as fuck, bro, cause I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like I said, I did the pop-up show, and then uh, the following week, I, I didn't do any shows, so my the, it was a pop-up show, and then boom, zany. So I didn't. I went from an hour and ten minute long set down to a six minute set, and it was completely different set. The jokes that I said at Zany's were not said at the pop-up show, so it took me so long to adjust and try to memorize this fucking six minute set, especially because I was trying to impress these motherfuckers. Even the the guy that booked me told me, "Hey, don't come in here with no bullshit. Like, don't come in here with no mid ass jokes. I'm gonna give you this opportunity, but you better fucking snap." So I ain't wanna like, especially when you got that type of pressure on you, you don't wanna disappoint a motherfucker. You know, I don't want that motherfucker to be like, "Oh, I should have not booked this motherfucker," because they'll definitely close the door. You know, for for uh, at least for the time being, until I get way better. Right. Anyway, so. I got booked. I ended up, uh, I was first, uh, the first comic up. And this is so crazy because for the first, I'd say, um, 
I was, so I did a six minute set. So I probably say for the first minute and 40 seconds, maybe even two minutes, all my shit was fucking bombing, bro. Like not even a fucking chuckle, bro. Like not even a fucking chuckle. It was, I was so nervous, but, um, I realized, and then I, at that moment I was like, dude, like you just did this long ass pop-up show. You're in this club, you know, with, with these greats don't, like, I think old me would have just been like, fuck this. I'm just going to say the rest of my shit and get the fuck out of here. It is what it is. But at that point, I was just like, I think that's what kind of shifted me. Like, nigga, like, if you want to do this shit in real life professional, you have to, like, break this shit down. How are you going to take this mid-ass bullshit ass set and make it good? You know, how are you going to, you got to get some laughs in because if not, you'll never be back. You know, so and I had to make a quick, like, uh, a quick decision not to change my set, but the, but the way I was kind of, uh, interacting with the audience, I guess I was, for the first two minutes, I was kind of like looking at the sky, looking at the ceiling. I didn't want to make eye contact, you know, I didn't want to, cause it was too, like I said, it's a small club, so it feels very personal, you know? So anyway, then after the first two minutes, I was like, fuck it. So I looked directly at the crowd. And then I just kind of let loose a little bit. Like I told you guys, like being myself on stage is, is what I want to get to, you know? And for the first two minutes, I was just bull, bullshitting. But anyway, the last, the last three, four minutes of this set, bro, everything started hitting. And, uh, it, it was crazy because like the, the more, the, the more jokes I did, the, the harder they laughed, the harder they laughed. Unfortunately, you know, it was only a six minute set, but, but it definitely, it was definitely a lesson learned. Like, yeah, I didn't have a fire ass set from beginning to end, but I was able to make that shift, make the change to what I needed to do. And, uh, and shit, you know, hopefully, and hopefully they bring me back. And, and a lot of the comics that were there dapped me up, the people that were there dapped me up. So it was a dope ass feeling, you know what I'm saying? I want to give a quick shout out to the homie Renee who came out there to see me, you know, um, didn't have to do that every time I'm out there in the city booked at either Laugh Factory or, or Zany's. He makes the trip. So I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Shout out to the homie Calvin who also went out to Zany's, uh, to watch me. So I appreciate you, man. Um, but anyway, speaking about more shows that we did, I did a fucking, I did a show this down, this, this past Saturday, I had two more shows I had to do. I did a show, uh, at, at, uh, 1 p.m. here at downtown Aurora. It was like supposed to be a panel discussion or some bullshit between like APD and the community or something like that. But APD never showed up. They never came. Don't give a fuck. But I was like, well, fuck it. I'm booked, you know, to do comedy. So I don't give a shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my fucking thing. And as we were waiting for this, uh, discussion to start or whatever, right? Cause they ended up pushing my set back to the end of the, end of the performance, which I mean, I have no problem with, like, it was a fun time, I had a great time, it was, I'm not talking shit about the organizers, nothing, nothing, I'm just saying, APD, <laughs> but, but no, anyway, so, as we're sitting there, we're, we're watching this, uh, this dude, who sits at the first step of this, uh, we're at, we're on, uh, Millennium Plaza, right here off of Stope Avenue, and they're, like, these big cement bleacher type, type deal stairs or whatever, anyway, we're sitting there, fool, and this fool is just drunk as fuck, like, some paisa-ass Mexican, he has a mask on, a hat on, but he, you could just tell he's fucking like drunk as fuck. He had a backpack with him. The backpack didn't have shit in it. It was just empty as fuck, bro. And then eventually, uh, as the discussion started, that fool got up and he sat down in the middle, like not in the middle, but like right inside the kiosk where everybody was doing the discussion and shit. And uh, he didn't say shit. Like I felt like people were already getting uncomfortable. Like, wait, why the fuck is this motherfucker so close, right? But nobody really said shit. And then when they went to ask the community or whatever the fuck, or when they asked the crowd or whatever, like, uh, do you guys have any questions? That fool stood up, and he uh, he he said something. I don't know what he said. I would be lying if I told you I heard what the fuck he said, but I don't know. But anyway, he said some dumb shit, bro. Cause the dude, there was a one, there was a big dude, just basically grabbed his ass and picked his ass up, and he dragged him up the stairs. But it's funny because you know he's getting dragged up the stairs, pants falling, cr ass crack all out, bro. And this motherfucker is funny because he's yelling out like. 
You guys are getting sued. You have a lawsuit coming. But this nigga's fucked up, bro. <laughs> like, drunk as fuck. And it's like, it's just so random. Like, what the, like, how, how am I gonna top that? You know, like, this motherfucker just put on the performance of the day. How the fuck am I gonna go up there and do the wing stop joke? Man, get the fuck out of here, you know? So, um, so I was fucking salty, right? I was like, this motherfucker is the funniest nigga here, man. I'm gonna just get the fuck out of here. But anyway, they ended up, uh, they ended up finally letting me, uh, I performed or whatnot. They went, I was supposed to do like five minutes. I ended up doing maybe like eight minutes or nine. I don't know. I just started having fun with it, man. Um, and it was, I mean, it was a fucking great time, man. And then after that, I had to do this fucking show at a uh, rancho, which is my first actually private paid gig. Um, they invited me to the rancho out like, uh, near sandwich or whatever. And, uh, it was a whole bunch of homies that listened to the podcast. So if you guys are listening right now, I appreciate you guys for having me, man. They treated me like family, bro. I went to do this, uh, show for this homie. His homie, uh, the homie's name is Mikey. He, uh, recently beat his battle with, or he, he won his battle with cancer. So fuck cancer. You know what I'm saying? This is called the fuck cancer episode, bro. Uh, so I, you know, salute to you. They ended up, uh, inviting me to his party. They wanted me to perform. So I was like, fuck it. You know, you deserve it, bro. Um, you beat cancer. Like, he, motherfuckers is not worried about COVID. Fuck COVID, nigga. We just beat cancer. Fuck COVID. COVID, you a bitch. Anyway, so I went out there. They had, a. They had horses, ATVs. Like, I had never been to a rancho, bro. Like, I've been to, like, La Radura and shit. I've been to Rancho 57, but I mean, for fucking concerts. But I've never been to a rancho, like, riding horses and shit like that. Like, I'm 400 pounds. I ain't, nobody wants me to ride them, bro. You know what I'm saying? If I get on a horse, that motherfucking knee's finna give out and lock up, boy. They finna have to put the horse down after that shit, boy. He finna be useless than a motherfucker. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, so we, we ended up going to the rancho or whatever. Um, and anyway, I do the, I do this show, man. The people, they buy t-shirts. It was, it was such a fucking fun time. At the end of the show, man, we all took pictures. Uh, it was just a great experience. Dude, they even, all bullshit aside, they did want me to get on the horse. And dude, they put a tree stump next to the horse. They showed me how to get on. And then I put my leg on the horse. Boy, as soon as I made the jump, the horse said, mm, boy, that motherfucker started, that motherfucker started leaning, boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that motherfucker started leaning, boy. I was, so I just stopped. And then everybody's like, nah, nah, you know, he does that. You know, like, you know, he doesn't. He does not do that. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I was like, nah, I got scared, fool. They were like, nah, do it. They're like, if you want, we can help you. We can push you up. I'm like, come on, that's embarrassing as fuck, man. I don't want to do that. So I just had to give up, you know, I was like, you know what, next time, next time, and they were all disappointed in me, but I mean, come on, dude, I didn't want to do that to that horse, bro, you know, that poor horse and shit, that fool probably got crutches right now, fool, but anyway, uh, my sister did end up getting on, so that was pretty fucking dope, man, it was just dope, like, for them to bring, I mean, let us go in the barn, you know, put the, the, they were, the horses were already put away, bro, they didn't have no business putting the saddle on them and everything, bro, it was just, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you meet people like that, you just know they're genuinely good people, man. And and honestly, man, I appreciate you guys for everything. I know that you guys, the whole family listens to the podcast, so I appreciate you guys uh, listening now. And seriously, I cannot wait to go back, man. Shout out to the Leon family, man. Uh, but anyway, let me get back into my... Wow, dude, you know what the craziest thing is? I haven't talked about shit that's on my notes. <laughs> dude, dude, earlier I had some fucking... Because, um, you know, the buffets have been closed, you know, so... Motherfuckers like me been depressed. And uh, I went to CC's the other day, bro, and it was the first time like I had maxed out, like maxed out, maxed out. Nigga, I had to take one of those shits that make you question your sexuality for like that <laughs> motherfucker was <laughs> Dude, you know, like, those, dude, that shit felt like it was stabbing me, bro. I felt like I was taking, dude, I felt like I was shitting a kitchen knife, fool, you know, like, oh man, you know, those more, oh. Real, I was shitting the whole Royal Prestige knife set, bro. On God, boy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, that shit felt so bogus, bro. Like, like you know when you like like that that huge like, when you finally finish and your body's just destroyed, like you're just laying there. Like, ugh, it was so fucking bogus, bro. But anyway, I don't know why I just told you guys that. But <laughs> Oh, also, if you are a drug dealer and you sell weed, that's cool, man. You know, sell your weed. Everybody sells weed now. You know, I feel like I have more people on Snapchat that sell weed than don't, you know. But anyway, don't... If you got weed, if you sell a weed, get yourself a fucking iPhone, bro. Stop putting up them Android stories, bro. You make one... How the f motherfuckers be like, oh, is that fire? Boy, that shit is pixelated as fuck. We can't see dick, boy. It might as well be broccoli, nigga. <laughs> we, we won't know anyway. Bitch, get a fucking iPhone, bro. That's just uh, marketing advice 101 from Too Skinny. Um, but anyway, let me... Um, um, I have in my notes... I have three different times in my notes. Fuck APD, fuck 12... And fuck APD again. I don't know why I fuck APD on my nose so many times. But you guys hear about them getting a $90,000 uh, check for for uh, for Riot Gear? $90,000 for Riot Gear, bro. Fuck out of here, boy. Y'all niggas is pussy, first of all. And I'm finna get my license back this month. I'm finna get my license back on the 19th of September. Maybe the 20th, because the 19th I got my class. But after that, it's a wrap. I cannot wait for a fucking cop to pull me over, bro. I'm gonna be talking dumb shit, fool. Oh, because, you know, every time I get pulled over now, it's like, I know I'm going to jail, so I'll be like, all right, officer, sorry about that. But now, when I'm going to have my L's on, let me suck my dick. Let me see your license, bitch. But anyway, did you guys know that police officers' uh, address on their license say the Aurora Police Station? They don't have their actual address on there? But anyway, um, let me just move on from this motherfucking shit, man. Um, I don't know if you guys uh, are familiar with that with that fool, Dan Bilzerian. He's a rich-ass white dude with a beard. He's on Instagram, the king of Instagram or whatever the fuck. Basically, he lives this crazy-ass lifestyle that we all dream of. You know, Ferraris, Lambos, big house, big, all the thoughts, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it just, it was weird, you know, because it's a... Every, you, like, you see this motherfucker live this crazy-ass lifestyle, and you wonder, how the fuck is he paying for it? Like, who the fuck is paying for it? Like, this shit is fake. This shit is a, a, a gimmick, you know, whatever. But, um, but it, so it come to find out, it's all, all his shit is falling apart, bro. He's getting sued for using investors' money to basically, um, pay for this crazy-ass lifestyle. So he, I don't know if you guys know, but he has this company, Ignite, which is supposed to be like a fucking CBD slash weed company or whatever the fuck. But dude, they make like a nine, they made, last year they made nine million dollars, and that fool spent 50 million, bro. They were negative like 40 million dollars, fool. He pays $200,000 a month in rent at his house. Two hundred thousand dollars a month, dude. That's a dude. My house is less than two hundred thousand dollars. You know, his one month rent costs my whole fucking house. It's like every month he pays rent, he buys a fucking house in Aurora. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know why the fuck people need houses so fucking big. Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, right? But anyway, um, here is the office played out. Of course, I have it on here. And then, I mean, I guess the only other things I want to do, you know what? Here, I'll tell you guys the story. I, I forgot I was going to tell it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell it right now. So last night, um, last night I told you guys, I did, I did those two shows. I did, I was, I, I did that, uh, downtown show and then I did that rancho show. And then after the show, the homie, uh, Jesus was like, oh, put love, you know, where he's doing, uh, his thing with his band, Clave 630, uh, which if you guys haven't heard about, you will eventually, you know. But anyway, so they were doing this tocada at this house. So he's like, pull up, whatever. So we ended up pulling up, right? Uh, me and Tony were drinking, you know, we, uh, we got some beers, you know, uh, we got a 1942, man, it's just a good time, right, these motherfuckers got 
18 ATVs for no fucking reason. It, you, like, you know, just straight. It, it was almost like another rancho party, bro. It was a great time, right? And, uh, and anyway, so eventually the, the guys end up finish, uh, they wrap up playing or whatever. And, uh, they come up to us. They're like, oh, well, what's up? Y'all want to smoke or whatever? And, you know, me being the fucking cluck that I am, I was like, hell yeah, I want to smoke, dog. So, my bad. So I was like, that, bro. He's like, follow me. So I follow that. I follow this fool inside this house, and I told Tony, come with me, bro. You know, uh, cause I ain't trying to go in here by myself. So me, Tony, go, and then it was like five other motherfuckers, bro. So it was like eight of us total, bro. Now, mind you, these kids are young, bro. These kids are maybe seventeen years old, eighteen at maybe maybe eighteen at the most, but most of them are underage, bro. I didn't know this. I just found this out. So we're we're in the basement. We go into this guy's room or whatever. And he pulls out this fucking rig, this, cause you know, nobody, for some reason, nobody smokes weed anymore. Everybody's fucking doing dabs now. I guess that's, that's what's in or whatever the fuck. But anyway, this dude pulls out this like rig or whatever. And he starts, cause you know, motherfuckers need to blow torture and shit. Like it's a whole fucking science experiment. It's like what the fuck? But anyway, he starts heating that bitch up and, uh, they start hitting it, right? They start passing it around. And then finally it's my turn. So I'm like, fuck it. So they didn't have like an actual dab, I think. Like you know how they give you like those uh, slabs or whatever that you like throw in there. They had like a syringe thing, and basically they just put the they just uh, pressed the syringe into the rig, and you smoked it, right? So I put my lips on the thing or whatever. He grabbed the syringe, and I knew I had fucked up when everybody was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" But I was like, "I ain't no bitch. I'm gonna kill this bitch. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill it." So I boom, I I'm smoking it. I'm smoking it. I'm smoking it, bro. And finally, I, I'm feeling good, right? I, I, we, I back out. They're laughing, right? And the fucking door fucking swings open. Boom. You know? And we look. Dude, it's the homie's mom, bro. One of the little homies' mom, bro. And these kids are 17. And it was so embarrassing. This is what they, this is what he, she told him. She's like, I know you guys know better. And then she looks at me and Tony because we're fucking 24. <laughs> And she's like, and I damn sure you know better, which was the most embarrassing shit of my fucking life. Cause I was like, dog, you know, like I'm here. First of all, I'm with the management team, man. I'm like, I'm, this is, yeah, the, you don't, you don't understand. But, uh, but it was so fucking embarrassing, bro. We, so I felt like, like, dude, I'm 24. My mom hasn't tripped about me smoking weed in a minute, you know, like, so we had just got in trouble. They took the homies rig. It was all bad. She was treating all of us, bro. I felt like a teenager again, dog. And anyway, so. We ended up going outside, and then like she was mean mugging us. It was it was it was uh it was a it was embarrassing. It was probably the most embarrassing moment of my life. I think the only other most embarrassing moment was like shit in your Yeah, I shit myself a few times. Yeah, I, I you know it's like I've shit myself so many times. Like I don't I can't like there's not a time where it's like is that time was worse than that time. Like dude, all my boxers have shit stains. All of my briefs have shit stains. Nigga, sometimes when my boxers are dirty, I flip them around, so they'll have shit stains on two different sides, bro. How you get shit stains where the balls go, bro? <laughs> anyway, man, my name's Too Skinny, you guys, man. Thank you for supporting me, man. Follow the podcast page, Talking My Shit Podcast. Follow Too Skinny 300. Um, oh, go rate the podcast. Go share this shit, bitch, man. Share that motherfucking podcast, bro. We got a lot, of, lot, a lot, a lot of things coming, man. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.